Welcome back to We Hate Sports, episode 16, coming at you live here on this gorgeous Monday evening. Um, I'm PC, your moderator slash co-host this week. Join us on the cast as per usual. We have TK, my fellow co-hosts, as well as Trey, Tolu, Gianni, and returning to the podcast, we have Cece. Welcome back to the uh, WHS podcast, Cece. She stares off into the distance. <laughs> there's there's the smile. All right, so as always, let's just jump right into it, boys. We have a lot to discuss this week. Starting with question one, we have to jump into the NFL because the NFL announced that there will be 17 games for this upcoming season at set of 16. This will be the first year since 1978 that there won't be a 16-game season. So how should players feel about this change? TK, you're my co-host. Stars off this week. Doing this week. Um, so I've been hearing a lot of mixed reviews with uh people's opinions of this whole question. So my thing is the first question I'm gonna ask is how much do NFL players make? M- millions of dollars, right? I don't want to hear about them complaining about an extra game, quote unquote. That's really not an extra game because when you think about it, they took one preseason game away. So you're still only playing 16 games, but we're not gonna really pick and dive into the whole mathematics right now. But um, I don't really think that the players should really be complaining about it. Kind of like I just said, you lose a preseason game, so you're only playing pre- three preseason games now instead of 17 games. I'm pretty sure that if a team is locked in into the playoffs, they, that week 17 game will be more like like an extra bye week. For certain teams, it will be. Because you're, gonna, you're, you're not going to need to play players. You're not going to need to have like a play-in game to – Play, play yourself to get into the wild card or anything like that. So I think that for it, it could actually benefit players uh, more when you think about it because if players, like I said, if players and teams are already on their way into the playoffs, you can use that week 17 to get an extra week west, uh, extra week's rest, let alone if you're a team that doesn't have to play in a wild card game, that's another two weeks rest. So I think that when you, I think players should kind of look at it the way that I'm kind of looking at it. Like I said, they make millions of dollars. You make millions of dollars to play this game. This is what you've been doing your whole life to get to this point. So I don't want to hear you complain about one extra game. It's not like they added two extra games or three extra games or four extra games. So I really don't want to hear any complaints or anything like that from the players. All right. That's a good answer. I like that. Cece? Uh, like TK said, it's just like um, a preseason game that counts in Sicily. Like you you get paid millions to play the game. So stop complaining about it and make your money. Like, I mean, the hell? <laughs> Go ahead, Jelly. Um, to me, um, the players shouldn't complain about the situation with the extra game, less preseason games. Really, like if you're a player, like a main star or something, you only have to play two preseason games. You don't have to play all three. So, uh, I think it is great um, to have extra game. Like um, TK said, I think the last week is going to be week 18. They can use that, like some teams can use that as a bye week. So that could be a helpful thing going into the playoffs. Because I I saw that they're going to play more Saturday games than Thursday games. So it might be be like more, a little bit more rest than than the usual for for some players. So that's helpful too, so. I, I like it, and the players, I think, are going to, to like it. 
once they get into it and, and see how the structure is, they're they're gonna like it. I agree. I agree. Trey. Yeah, man. Like the guy said, you got one extra week of football, take away preseason game. So like you have essentially that extra chance of making a playoff push that you wouldn't really have last season if it was one less game or whatever. And like y'all said, teams can get more rest with them potentially making more Saturday games instead of Thursday because nobody likes those short weeks. So, And for us, it's more football. It's an extra week of football. And I like it personally because I get to watch my Patriots run through them weak Cowboys on week 18. Gabe, Jalen, all y'all boys that like them cowgirls, I will be in the chat rubbing it in faces. But, yeah, I like the move. Solo? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going off of what CC said. I like the, the, the thing, get your money, man. And I especially like how my Ravens are playing against the Rams that week. And I cannot wait to see O's face when my Ravens whoop that you-know-what and see him cry in that chat. I cannot wait for that moment. O, go away. Anyways. But that's all I'm gonna say on that. I like the I like the idea. Get your money, bro. Yeah, I think we're all in unison here when uh, we say that this is a win-win situation for everyone involved. Like the players should be more excited, especially if they're on like a you know a possible seven and nine team or a nine seven team. You know, you guys have a chance to now go possibly eight and nine or ten and seven. You know, because of that extra game and uh, because of the fans, you know, it's more football for us. So, you know, it's dope for us. Those games mean a lot more now with the with the preseason game taken away. Also, they've been, you know, Goodell and the NFL, they have accommodated to players even more as well um, with the jersey numbers. Uh, now running backs and wide receivers, uh, they can wear single digits. Um, so... I mean, I think the NFL has done like a good job in trying to accommodate everybody on on this aspect um, when trying to add a new game. Um, so I, I I think it's a it's a win win for for everyone involved and uh, it should be exciting. Uh, anytime we get more football, it's exciting. So um, anybody that opposes this, I would love to hear their reason. But but let's jump now into the second question. Uh, it is tonight, as of recording on this episode, the NCAA Men's Championship game tonight between number one-seeded Baylor Bears and the number one-seeded Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga looking to complete the perfect season. Baylor looking to rain on their parade. Who do you boys have? Gianni, I'm going to start with you. Um, To me... I'm going to say Gonzaga is going to win a close one. It's going to probably be a classic, um, like the last game they played. To me, Baylor is really good. They, they, I think they had um, a tougher road to get to the championship um, from from my viewpoint. Like, I was looking at the game-to-game situation, and Baylor had a tougher road. And Gonzaga um, survived a scare the last game. That was an unbelievable shot from Suggs. To me, I think they're going to complete the perfect season. It's going to be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes to overtime because both teams are really, really good. Baylor is not somebody to sleep on. So I say Gonzaga wins in overtime, like probably 
96 to 91 or something like that. But it's going to be a classic for sure. All right. All right. Trey? Uh, yeah, keep it short because I don't watch college basketball. From, but from what I'm hearing, Gonzaga seems to be the better team than Baylor. So they're the favorites in pretty much everyone's bracket, I believe. So I'm going to just go with them. Uh, CC? Like Trey said, I'm going to keep it short. I, don't, I haven't really watched college basketball this season, but I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Yeah, we know why you ain't watched this season. <laughs> Not used to seeing the, the obvious. <laughs> Go ahead, Tolu. You already know I'm going with Gonzaga. My man Jalen Suggs, a.k.a. the cousin of Ravens legend Terrell Suggs. Woo! <laughs> weren't you just going for UCLA yesterday, bro? I think it's here, you man. know that Tolu is the bandwagon of the group. This man yeah. likes Bro, the, Yankees, I, yeah. the Orioles, the Dodgers, I, the Jets, the Ravens, the, the Lakers, irony, the Nets. The this irony. man, there is no irony. Yes. I know Dodgers, Yankees. I wanted you see Shut up and let me finish. The list can go. The list can go. The list is longer than the QB list of the Broncos. Heat, Cavaliers, Lakers. No, no, ew. Okay, wherever LeBron goes, I go. Shut up, Trey. Let me finish my statement. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, I think Gonzaga's going to win, not only because of my man Jalen Suggs, but because that guard play. And they got that, who's that big? Uh, Timothy? Timmy. Guy? Drew Timmy. Timmy, yeah. That, Drew Timmy, that guy's a beast. Like, I don't think anyone on Baylor's going to stop him. But Baylor's got a good defense, but I, Suggs is too much for them. And Timmy. So I think they're. Gonzaga's going to win because of Jalen Suggs. All I'm going to say. Right. Respect it, then TK. First of all, Gianni, you praised Baylor so much. Why didn't you? Why, why not just pick them to win, bro? Like you praised Gonzaga, but you praised Baylor just as much. Just pick them to win, bro. Just pick them. Um, but Gonzaga is like undefeated. They're 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 much better. Baylor had yeah. a tougher road. But it, yeah. it, it can go, it's 50 50. But the thing is, Gonzaga, I think, is going to pull off the undefeated season, in my opinion. Like, they, I don't know. They they just, like, the last game, they should have lost, in my opinion, because that game could have gone either way. But I think because they were, like, in a close game, because they were blowing teams out all season, it looked like, I think they're going to, to be more focused today. But I think Baylor is really, really good that they're going to keep it close enough. But I think Gonzaga is going to pull it off. They're going to be focused enough to pull it off. At the I mean, that, un- that undefeated season, that that would be crazy. That would be... Yeah. But it's not going to happen. Um, Baylor's going to win this game. Defense wins championships. Um, kind of like Ooh, what Gianni just it. said. Shut up. Kind of like what Gianni just said. Baylor faced the toughest road to get to this point. There is no absolute way that Baylor got to this point to lose, bro. Another thing is, Gonzaga, they just had a scare the other night, bro, or the other day. If you guys are saying this is going to be another close game, you really think Gonzaga has what it takes to pull out two close games like that? I, I don't. I don't. This is not the NBA. This is not, this, is, this is not a team full of all-stars or like, no, no. 
if this game is if it's going to be a close game, I'm telling you guys right now, Baylor is going to win this game. It will be a they will win by two to four points. It's gonna be something like that. There's Deani, it's not gonna be no, it's not gonna be overtime at all. We're not gonna get that. It's not gonna be that kind of classic. But it will be a very, very, very close game. I got Baylor, I got Baylor winning 93-90. Um, like I said, I just think at the end of the day, defense wins championships, and I just feel like Baylor's gonna make more stops. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Gonzaga, I understand they have, like, one of the best offenses, if not the best offenses that probably that college has ever seen or one of. I understand that. But, but like I said, I just I, – something about Baylor, bro, something about the underdog. I just don't feel like they got to this point just to lose. And I understand the whole undefeated season thing for Gonzaga, and I understand they're playing for something too. But I don't know. I'm a big underdog guy, so I'm going to go with Baylor. 93-90. It could actually be a, a lower score game, like in the 70s or the 60s. It could be a, a game like that, but I have Baylor winning by three points. Well, uh, tip-off is uh, just around the corner, about like um, 10, 15 minutes uh, before tip-off. Um, but to your point, TK, Baylor did have the much harder road to get to this national championship. And in that Final Four game that they had against Houston, which we'll, we'll get into later in the podcast, uh, they dominated that game like it really wasn't close um and then gonzaga they were able to pull it out against ucla what's not you know discredit ucla because they're a double digit seed no, no 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 they were a final four team and then at the beginning of the year and then they lost i believe a key player to the g league and another player went down with the season and the injury um so ucla coach cronin he he Definitely put his guys into shape, and hey, they made a heck of a run, um, but just unfortunately came up short in the end. I don't know if Gonzaga would have won that game if uh, Jalen sucks and make that clutch shot uh, in OT. You know, in that that kind of plays into you know my prediction. Um, I think Gonzaga is still going to win, um, but I think it's going to be it's going to be really close. Like both these teams are going to go all out in this game. Like this is going to be a pretty high scoring game too. I'm gonna a like hundred into to like a hundred and to a hundred, yeah, hundred two to a hundred. Gonzaga wins. Uh, they become the eighth undefeated team to win the national championship, which is insane to say. There have only been seven. There have been seven under undefeated champions in uh, college basketball for the men's. Uh, Nineteen seventy five, Indiana, um, UCLA did it multiple times in the late sixties and seventies. Um, which is ironic, the team that they beat. North Carolina did in 1956, and San Francisco did in 1955. Um, so we haven't seen it in over, uh, if I'm doing the math right, over 50 years. Gonzaga, they definitely have the team to do it. Jalen Suggs, he's only a freshman, mind you. One of the best players in the league. Andrew Nembard, he's a transfer from Florida. He's uh, always been a solid point guard. Uh, Drew Timmy. Uh, I just totally pointed out earlier, he's their best player. It's not Jalen Suggs. It's Drew Timmy. He's the guy that makes that offense go around. Um, he's a great forward. Um, he has a mustache that Hulk Hogan would only wish to ever have in his life. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give this one to the Zags. Uh, I see the vision. Okay. Undefeated season. I got, I got the Zags win this one. So with that in mind, let's jump into... Um, my favorite of the questions, uh, the fantasy questions that we keep having uh, on the podcast. So here's the picture. One minute left. 
no timeouts, balls on your team's 15-yard line in the Super Bowl. Which QB slash wide receiver slash tight end duo are you taking to win a Super Bowl with? Mahomes, Kelsey, or Brady, Gronk? You can create your own. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear y'all answer. I'll start with you. Um, Brady and Gronk. They've won multiple championships, so what other duo would I want to go with? So, hands down, Brady and Gronk. Exactly. Right. I mean, fair point. Fair point. No, no bias at all. I'm, I got the same answer as CC. There's no point in even picking on me. Brady and Gronk, that's the duo. You want to drive one, you call on Brady and Gronk. I miss those days. But, yeah, Brady and Gronk. <laughs> He's reminiscing already. Too bad he didn't do it against us. Anyways, go ahead, Gianni. My fellow. Uh, I knew that was in there. Knew that was uh... in there. I kind of have to agree, but the thing is, I, I heard that wide receiver. Uh, a wide receiver I would add uh, with Brady and Gronk is Jerry Rice. And, like, in a couple of Super Bowls, I think he, he had some big catches late and stuff like that that, that led to some game-winning drives. So imagine if Brady had Gronk and Rice. One of those, you could pick your poison between the two. And with one minute, you can probably get the touchdown. Well, like it's, a, it's a duo, so so it's a duo. Like, oh. which one would you rather have, Jim? Yeah, I will say Brady and Gronk, in my opinion. Great answer, Gianni. Really great answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tolu? Ah, this answer pains me to say, but I have to go with uh, Brady and Gronk. Won multiple Super Bowls. They just won another one. I mean, well, other end, this is this should be common knowledge, to be honest. This should be common. You know, knowledge. I'm actually I'm surprised you didn't say Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, knowing how you are. But good answer, yeah. Tolu. Really great answer. Oh my God! Shut up. All right, CK. All right. This may shock people. Give me Carson Wentz. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for a second, I thought you was actually serious until you started laughing, bro. (laughs) Great troll. Top tier troll. This man, PC, is not loving it. I was going (laughs) to... I was going to say Carson Wentz. Excited, it's, I was going to say Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz, but I couldn't even get past Carson Wentz. All right. Seriously, though, this is kind of uh-huh. based off what Tolu said. It's it's kind of common knowledge. As much as I understand Pat, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, but like when it comes to quarterback and tight end duo, you got to go with Gronk and Tom Brady, bro. They just did you see the two touchdowns that that that, that Tom Brady and Gronk had in the Super Bowl that we just had? And not yeah. to mention the multi, not to mention the, I believe it what four, three, four Super Bowls they won in New England. I mean, it's too obvious. Patrick Mahomes and and Travis Kelsey haven't been long enough to even build the. Uh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for the, the planet, the atmosphere, uh, the stratosphere, the residence, or whatever you want to call it that Gronk and Tom Brady have. I mean, in order to reset, they would have to at least win three championships, and. That ain't happening right now. So, yeah, it's Tom Brady and Gronk for me. Knowing how biased you can be, 
I'm surprised you didn't say Peyton and Dallas Clark. I mean, I wanted to say Drew. I wanted to say Drew Lock and Noah Fant, but we got to give them some years. So, oh brother, they will never win a championship <laughs> oh, together. Oh, okay. oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Okay. Wait, Move on, please. You can have Drew Lock as your thought in that during that yeah. process. PC. Okay, PC. I'm not gonna PC. PC. I'm not gonna take anything from you. Who's your Who's your number one and two quarterback? Joe Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe uh, uh, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, maybe when dinosaurs was alive. Put some respect. Jalen Hurts. We don't care anymore. Jalen Hurts is my QB one. Thank you very Uh, much. I'm just glad to hear you. Joe Flacco sucks. PC. Before Before you answer the question, I'm just glad. I'm just glad to hear you finally say it. That Jalen Hurts is your QB one. I'm proud. I never, of I never had an issue. I'm I proud of you. No, y'all, you never, you never wanted him in Philly. You never wanted him. <laughs> I never had an issue with Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. I said this before in previous podcasts. I just oh, have the way that the Eagles handled the one situation. But we're not going to get into that situation. Let's talk about the one. Um. In terms of duos that uh, you can pick from here, you obviously have to go Brady and Gronk because it's it's Brady and Gronk, obviously. Uh, if I had to create one, though, uh, it may shock a couple of people, but how about I just swap out uh, Tom Brady for Mahomes and have a Mahomes and Gronk connection? You know, when you're... With one minute left, I'm thinking about this theoretically. Theoretically, so if you have one minute left with no timeouts at your 15, you're probably going to run, run out of bounds at some point with your QB. And Mahomes is the more mobile QB between him and Brady. If you need a big play down the field, he has his big arm and he has Gronk. And considering, you know, assuming that Gronk's going to be in his prime, we'll say that Gronk's in his prime for this situation. I mean, that's 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 money all day. All day. And Holmes is the master when it comes to drives under a minute left. So um, I, I think I would go with Mahomes and, and Gronk. And that's no disrespect to Brady. Um, but yeah, that that's who I would go no, with. No, that's actually very disrespectful to Brady. That's actually very disrespectful to Brady, but we'll continue. You, you, you think that Brady is the more mobile quarterback between him and Mahomes? No, I just think uh, if, that's that's okay, my the question. But PC, the question, the question was, the question was not. I need a quarterback under a minute to run under. I need a running mobile quarterback under a minute to be able to run out of bounds. That's not what you said. You said who would you rather have? If we are talking about a minute left, I'm not choosing anybody over Tom Brady. I don't care. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. I mean, uh, Steve Young. I don't care who Joe Montana. I don't care. I was just trying to be different because everyone said Gronk and Brady, but you know, I, I that's <laughs> you're kind of discrediting Mahomes there. He has a lot of game wing drives under two minutes. He does. I think he had one against the Broncos. I think he had one against your Broncos a couple of times too. So you know, you know, we don't He's need game- to. Be, well, I, well, you could have said any other team. You have to bring up the Broncos, right? Please move on to the next question. I had to get my Thank point you. across. <laughs> 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 Real quick. Yeah. Um, I just feel like Patrick and Gronk would have that chemistry that Brady and Gronk have. Like, it it would be totally different. I mean, yes, 
Yes. Because Gronk, you, one thing you got to remember about Gronk is he, he's wild, bro. Tom Brady was able to tame. Tom Brady was like the only person that was able to like keep him calm and mellow, bro. You feel me? Like have him ready for Sundays. Tom, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have that in him. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have what Tom Brady has in him. Not yet, at least. At least not right now, he doesn't. He just... I think they're, they're different animals in that aspect, though. Like, I get it. Like, you know, it's a, I think it would be, a, like, a bit of a chemistry issue. I, I, I understand that. Um, but, I mean, when you have, like, arguably two of the best, like, players at their positions, you know, out there for a drive that you need, um, I, I would go with those guys, you know. Once again, I like, I, you know, I'm just different way hey, Holmes and Gronk but um you know Brady and Gronk obviously you know almost automatic every single time almost every single time um <laughs> but we gotta move on uh it's a question for we'll uh, say in the NFL here we have to talk about the draft the draft is coming up very soon um and who should be the second overall quarterback taken in the draft this year and why now mind you um, Justin Fields, who a lot of people have going as the second QB taken off the board, has received his fair share of criticism over the past couple of days, link into the draft, and has opened up the ideas of the Lions and the Falcons now training back their top 10 picks. So consider that when answering the question. CK, I'll start with you. Who should be the second quarterback taken in the draft? Since we all know that Trevor Lawrence to the Jags is pretty much a lock at this point. I'm not sure what mocks or like what stories you're seeing, PC. To I'm, I'm not understanding what stories you're seeing. Where, wait, stop, stop, stop. I'm not understanding what stories you're seeing or mocks you're seeing where Justin Fields is the second quarterback. To, he's not going to be the second pick. On any mocks, he's not the second pick. On any mocks, he's oh not God, going to be the I second quarterback. This is going. I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's 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 just like Trevor Lawrence is 100% set in stone. Zach Wilson is like 96%, like 98% set in stone at this point, bro. Like he's a he's you can basic you can pretty much say he's a jet, bro. So I just wanted to put that out there first. Now, who should be the second pick? Uh, well, first of all, let's see. I, I, I don't know if the listeners know this, but Sam Darnold got traded today. So let's just put that out there. So that makes the whole Zach Wilson thing even more realistic. So I personally think they should go with Zach Wilson. And the reason why is here's my thing with Zach Wilson, bro. Okay. So like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know anything about BYU. So I had to kind of go back and kind of watch highlights, bro. He's kind of very like, Aaron Rodgers-ish, bro. Like, I'm not saying he's the next Aaron Rodgers. Like, don't take this the wrong way. But what I'm saying is he has a lot of Aaron Rodgers techniques in him, bro. The whole throwing across the body thing, escaping the pocket thing. He can. He's very mobile. Um, I mean, when, when I look at that, bro, I don't want to say... Look, the thing with Justin Fields is he's very... Like, there's a lot of questions. There's too many questions about him, bro. Like, I, there... Of all the quarterbacks, there's probably more questions about him and Mac Jones than any other quarterbacks in the draft right now. <clears throat> Reasons why, you guys can just go check that out yourselves, bro. But as much as I wanted to, maybe a month ago I would have said Justin Fields should be the second pick, but Zach Wilson might actually be better than Justin Fields, bro. Like, we, I, I don't, I, I'm not ready to say that just yet, but for the, but 
as far as for the Jets, I think that that's just the perfect fit. I mean, they've already had his eye. They've already had their eye on this kid for God knows how long. Like, like I said, it's already 98% set in stone. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first quarterback taken. Zach Wilson should be the second quarterback taken. And at this point, he will be the second quarterback taken. You, them trading Sam Donald again, that, that, was the, that was the whole set in stone right there. It's either going to be Zach Wilson or they're going to trade that second pick. And I, I mean, they're not going to do that. Zach Wilson or nobody at this point. Mark my words. All right. Fair point. Fair point. Trey? Uh, yeah. Falcons and what's it called? Falcons and Lions reportedly willing to trade back picks. Ugh. I don't know what they're doing over there, but TK, we all know the real reason you want this man, Zach Wilson, to go second is so the Broncos can get fields. That was a nice cover up, but nobody's buying that. Do you really think I would do that, Trey? Yes. Y'all really think I would do yes. that? Yes. Wholeheartedly. Yes. We've yeah. seen the screenshots, yeah. we've seen the photoshops. You're terrible. Yes, we've seen it all. But, yeah, to answer the question, going second, I hope that Justin Fields doesn't go second so we don't have to see him twice a year because it's not going to be good for him. We're going to demolish the Jets for many years to come. But, yeah, Zach Wilson, he looks like the guy to go second. Him and Justin Fields have had both had great pro days, like, top three pro days out of all the quarterbacks and everyone's hooked on Justin Fields going to the 49ers or even dropping but for deserving to go second I'm going to say Justin Fields deserves to go second not saying he will he just deserves to go second because he literally he can do anything you ask him to he can run the ball he can throw the ball Play action is good. He can do everything you want in a quarterback. Him and Zach Wilson. Not take anything away from Zach, but for deserving to go second, it's got to be Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll go CC next. Honestly, um, I'm not going to be biased right now, but Zach Wilson will be the second quarterback taken. As much as it pains me to say, Zach Wilson will be the second quarterback. But Justin Fields deserves to be the second quarterback taken. But it's just not going to happen. That's how it goes sometimes. Like, um, but he will make a lot of people pay for passing on him. Um, the second pick, um, I'm going to say Zach Wilson. Like TK said, I saw his highlights. He has like Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm not saying he's the next Aaron Rodgers, but he, he has like, um, like signs. Like, he has like, plays and stuff like that, that you say, oh, he has like some type of similarity to him. So, um, I would say Wilson goes second. I don't think Fields, you know, the it could be debatable, I think, with Fields. Um, Fields could go the second. Who knows? Because the Jets are, are saying Wilson right now. But the thing is, who knows when it comes to that point that maybe they decide to take Fields. But to me, I will say right now, Wilson. Fields might be the third quarterback taken in the draft. All right, all right. Toldo? All y'all hit the nail on the coffin. I think I think uh, Fields deserves to be number two, but he's, I don't think – I think um, – I don't, I don't think he, the Jets, like, like Trey said, that's going to be brutal for him. And uh, – for him to go up against the Patriots two times a year, 
especially with that defense. Um, but Zach Wilson, I've seen him. He 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 he's he can throw the ball, and he's got Aaron like Gianni said. He's got Aaron Rodgers type skills. So I think Fields will go number three, and uh, Wilson Wilson will go number two. Okay. In this particular moment, he should hope he doesn't go second. <laughs> He'll be playing in the AFC East for anyone wondering. Judson Patriots play in the same division. And uh, along with the Bills and the Dolphins. And the Bills and Dolphins. And Trey here is a Patriots fan. It, it wouldn't be a smooth ride for Justin Fields uh, if he does end up going to the Jets. Uh, but we'll hear from you next, Gianni. Uh, so to answer the question, um, I think that Zach Wilson will go number two. I had to, in a you know, dream world, uh, Fields would probably go uh, second overall to the Jets. Um, but in reality, uh, I, I don't even know if Justin Fields will be the third quarterback taken. Um because of what the three teams want. Uh, with the Jags, obviously, they got their guy in Trevor Lawrence. Um, the Jets, uh, excuse me, the Jets, they have been eyeing Wilson for forever. Um, after seeing his pro day, I mean, it's a lock. Um, and then you have the 49ers, who are kind of at an impasse right now. Um, Kyle Shanahan really likes Mac Jones. Um, he may may be a surprise to a lot of people that Mac Jones may go third overall. Um, but we were talking about it like a couple of episodes ago. Um, you know, Justin Fields should probably be that third quarterback taken off the board. Um, you know, I, I don't see Fields shopping any lower than probably five, um, depending. Um, we talked about the Falcons may trade down um, and the Lions may trade down. So... At this point, we we don't know where Fields will end up, but I, I'm I'm thinking to to the second quarterback to uh, in the draft will be Wilson, for sure. Um, so now we can transition into the NBA for the last question, um, and it's a question that has sparked a lot of debate. Uh, so we need to talk about Steph Curry. And his uh, upcoming free agency decision, um, because he is currently um, not signed a contract extension with the Warriors, um, and he is set to become a free agent this summer. Um, now, a contract extension is likely, according to reports and to Warriors president of basketball operation Bob Myers. Uh, Curry just hasn't signed yet because contract length matters to the seven-time All-Star. Now, Myers stated, "Quote." Nobody was upset. It was just, hey, let's talk about this at the end of, the, of next season. Curry was eligible for a contract extension last year, but he was hurt last year. So now, I pass the question all up to you. Where should Steph Curry take his talents this summer? TK, I know your answer. You and Total probably. So let's just get out of the way. Oh, God. I mean, the answer, the answer is the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, it's 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 too obvious. It's too simple. I mean, the chemistry that they had at the All Star game. It starts with that. You, if you think LeBron James is, if if you think LeBron James and Anthony Davis are not recruiting or tampering, whatever the hell you want to call it, 
it's happening behind closed doors, though. Okay. LeBron James is texting Steph Curry every day. Anthony Davis is texting Steph Curry every day. Then the shooter and all those guys are texting Steph Curry every single day. It is not a coincidence why he has not signed that contract extension yet. He could have signed it any time this season, and he has not. Now, the unbiased side of me believes that Steph Curry will stay in Golden State and retire a warrior. The unbiased side of me would love to see Steph Curry team up with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I don't want to hear about people saying, oh, what are you guys going to pay him $9 million a year? No, let me tell you something. I understand that LeBron James and Anthony Davis would not take a pay cut. But to get Steph Curry in a Lakers uniform, you better believe they would both take pay cuts. Okay? So the answer is Steph Curry should take his talents to Los Angeles and join the Los Angeles Lakers where he can win Championship after championship after championship after championship after championship after championship. You know why? Because that's just what we do in L.A., baby. That's just what we do. Steph Curry, come to L.A., bro. Just come to L.A. We got a number 30 waiting right for you, bro. It's going to look beautiful. Your name's going to retire. We're going to retire your jersey on the Raptors one day. Like, just come, bro. Just come. Los Angeles Lakers is the answer. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the day in life and thoughts of a Lakers fan. (laughs) Delusion. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy, Trey. Niggas I, I play. Need to, I need to. I need excuse to, uh, my pressure. French PC. Go but ahead. these dudes play in the All Star game for one year, and suddenly they have chemistry. Nobody's playing yeah. defense in the All Star game, right? It's the All Star game. Fan is talking. A Celtics fan a is Celtics talking. Fan I, 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 is a talking, Celtics and fan. we're on a two-game a win streak. Continue to be bombed oh, over there with Andre Drummond. My center is not getting hurt his first game on the team. Yeah, he'll drop zero points. But anyway. He actually does, though. But, hey, he has points. But let's be realistic here. Steph Curry may stay in Golden State. And if he doesn't stay in Golden State, I think he'll follow in his father's footsteps and go play for the Hornets next year. It's not impossible. Him and Melo could be a good duo together. Gordon Hayward out there as well. Bismack Biombo. They got some good pieces. What's that other guy? He's the forward. I can't remember his name. The light-skinned dude. I can't remember his name. They got a nice, decent squad over there. If Steph Curry ends up going to the Lakers, he will be more hated than KD when KD went to the Warriors. You can't convince me otherwise. And I don't think he would ever do that anyways in his in his life either. It's either you stay in Golden State or you go to the Hornets. That's what I see. Uh, better myself. Let's get the other Lakers fan out of the way. Tolu, go ahead. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get all three of them out the way. Oh, Trey, you, you couldn't be I believe wrong. You couldn't be any one wrong. That's in here. First off... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't be anyway. Yes. Why would Steph? Please use the All Star game why, to support your argument. No, I'm not using the All Star game. Why would Steph be hated for leaving Golden State? Why would he be hated? He gave that franchise three rings. Why would he be hated? He his, not hated his, by Golden State. Hated by the entire world for Golden State. Exactly. It would probably whoa. still be the Warriors hating him too well, because he's staying bro, in the West. Bro, don't nobody care what y'all think. Don't nobody. You think Steph Curry? Be biased. Be biased. So, so y'all gonna praise KD for for doing this? But y'all gonna hate on Steph? I never praised KD. What are you talking about? Nobody praised KD. Literally, nobody praised KD. 
but, but Warriors me, fan. Let me get to here. my point. Let me, let me get praise KD for joining the Warriors. Who here praised him? Literally nobody. Exactly. But the so but your he's claim not right there is false to begin with. So pick another reason for Curry wanting to ever become a Laker. I love okay. the let, let me get to my arguments, Roderick. Anyways, um, the Warriors <laughs> just lost by 60-plus points to the Toronto Raptors this weekend. 60! 60! One team loses by 60 points. 60 points. And he came back yesterday, and he dropped, what, 30-something points? And they still lost to the Atlanta Hawks. Their bench got outscored by so much. Okay? And I'm going to give you this interesting... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Warriors should be able to beat the Hawks. But anyway... Steph, let me give you the stat right here. Kelly Oubre. Y'all know him? You know, all the, you know, he'll take your girl and stuff? Of, of course Oubre. we know Kelly. Okay. Kelly Oubre is shooting 40% as from layups. 40% from layups. You know, you want to know what Steph Curry's three-point percentage is? 41%. Steph Curry has a better chance of making a three-point shot then Kelly Oubre is making a layup. Let that sink in. Let that sink in, bro. <laughs> Steph Curry has a better chance of making a three than a professional basketball player is making a layup. Okay? That is absolutely ridiculous. And if I'm That's Steph, a good point. And if I'm Steph, I, even if Klay Thompson comes back next year, I still don't think the Warriors are going to be title contenders because – you, we don't know how Clay's going to be after that gruesome, gruesome injury. He not, it, he not, it, not only happened once, but happened twice, bruh. Twice. We don't know how Clay's going to come back from that injury. So I, I don't think he's going to leave. I think he's going to retire, Warrior. But if I'm Steph, I am definitely considering leaving. What do I have to prove to the Warriors? I gave them now, Tolu. years. I gave them years. Tolu. I'm not saying he's going to leave, I but never- I think... I never ruled out Steph leaving. I just said Steph wouldn't go to the Lakers, and you don't like why, that. Why? LeBron's been actively recruiting him. Why wouldn't he go to the Lakers? Could you imagine that? Kawhi didn't want to go Steph? there, and I'm sure LeBron was recruiting Steph, him. Kawhi. A lot of other players Kawhi. didn't Kawhi. go there. Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi. Actually, Trey, actually, Trey, I'm Kawhi. Actually, Kawhi. Kawhi actually Kawhi. did want to come to us. The only reason why he didn't is because he got the Clippers to trade their entire franchise for the next 13 years. To get Paul George, and look how that worked out. For him. Did did he go there or did he not go there? That's all but I want to know. Was going did he go there or did he not go there? Did he go there? Let me get to my point. Let me get to my point. Steph, Steph, LeBron, AD versus KD and Kyrie in the NBA Finals, Battle of the X's. You're telling me that wouldn't get ratings? You're telling me that that series wouldn't be fire? I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying that if Steph goes to the Lakers, go, like the Nets and the Lakers finals, that would be probably one of the greatest finals I would ever see. And I cannot wait no, for the Akron nobody boys. Said for the Akron boys. That, nobody said what? Nobody, said, nobody what? said that it wouldn't get ratings. We're just saying. Steph's not going so to the Lakers. Why, why would he go to Steph, the Lakers? Morally? That's why he would go to Lakers. No. Why would he? I'll get into I get to go up against KD. I'll get to I all go up against my XKD. My pick. But I want to hear from Gianni. Go okay. ahead, G. Go ahead. Uh, 
to me, from all the reports that the recent months and years, Steph really wanted, um, I saw a report like weeks ago that Steph wanted LaMelo Ball to be a warrior. That kind of rubbed him the wrong way, um, that he couldn't be on the Warriors. They t- took um, Wiseman over him. And, war- and Steph been high on LaMelo, and he said a couple of times, Steph, that he will play for the Hornets if they go to the right direction. And right now, the Hornets are going to the right direction. So to me, I, I say Steph is going to, if he leaves Steph, he's going to go to the Hornets because the Hornets now are going to the right direction. And he Thank also you. wanted to, to play with LaMelo. There's, a, there's millions of reports that he wanted to play with LaMelo. And plus, his father, Seth's father, works um, in the broadcasting booth for the Hornets. And supposedly, there was an article that LaMelo and Steph been in touch lately. So, all signs point to, to that. Um, I don't know how long he's going to, if he leaves the Warriors, how long he's going to be on the Hornets. But it's, it's something real. It's something that really could happen. I just wanted to say for two seconds that um, I said champ- defense wins championships, and right now the score is 21-6 to six in the first half, by the way. Baylor. Just wanted to point that out, guys. Oh, wow. I'm watching it. Hey, man. <laughs> Good thing I don't watch college basketball because that was a that was an unlogical answer by me. I was just putting out names. But, G... Thank you for the non-biased answer. I was getting a headache hearing TK and Tolu go off. But, like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. How Lakers get I understand. Gianni, look, I understand that he's high on LaMelo and that he really wants to play with LaMelo. But who wants to play with LaMelo when you can play with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Like, come on, bro. Like, come on, man. You got to, like, come on, bro. The thing is, yeah, it's a possibility he could um, include the Lakers whenever he um, makes the free agent decision. But... I think he's going to end up staying, but the thing is, if he if he leaves, I think he's going to go to the Hornets. He's going to try to finish off his career on his home team, the Hornets, and and plus, he said that he will only join the Hornets if they were going to the right direction. He will consider joining them if they were going to the right direction. And right now, so they're, they're, so. So if you think, all right, so let's let's say they sign Steph Curry, right? Yeah. Do you think they make other moves then? Do you think they get another star in there? Do you think Do you think another star would want to come to Charlotte to play well, with Steph Curry and LaMelo Ball? You have, you have to remember, they already have Gordon Hayward. They already have Terry Rozier. He's been having a good year. They Terry have Roger, young yes. stars in Malik Monk. They have Devontae Graham as well. So, I mean, they have pieces but, there. They're actually fourth in the East. I guess I guess here's the thing, PC. The reason why I ask that is because when I think of the East, I think of the Nets, I think of the Sixers, I think of the Celtics who are having a bad year, but they're a really and good team. In the I think of the Heat. If they got Curry, are they beating the Nets? Are they beating the Sixers? Are they? They're not beating the, are any they beating of those teams. The Celtics in a seven-game <laughs> series, like you want to ask yourself that. What would Steph Curry really do going to? What would that really do for but, the Hornets going there? But the time that and no superstars. But wait, wait. The time that happens that Steph is going to be a free agent, Kevin Durant and Kyrie is a free agent too, and they might 
if if they don't, if things don't work out in Brooklyn and they don't get a championship, they could leave Brooklyn. I could okay. So as far as that, Gianni, I could see okay. I could see Kevin Durant maybe, maybe I could see, but I don't see. There's no way that Kyrie Irving is going to Charlotte. I, I think he's going to stay. I can see him going to maybe the Knicks, but I see him I, staying in Brooklyn. I think because Kyrie and and Durant said that they're going to retire at 35, and around that time they're going to be 35, mm. so they might they might retire pretty soon. That's why Brooklyn will be probably out of the picture two seasons from now. Okay, that means Philly is going to be still in the picture, in my opinion. And who's the other team? The Bucks. I don't know what direction they're going to be by that time. So you, you have a little bit of question marks there. Mm-hmm. Philly is the only team right there, I, I think, that probably presents the problem for Hornets. The Heat would be the Heat would be back up there. Yeah, the Heat will be there, yeah. too. Celtics, yeah. too. Yeah. They'll get Depot better next some, year. Ola Depot would be accustomed to the offense, to the, offense Bucks, the, and the, to the team and everything. They'd be good, bro. Yeah. Bucks are that one team that seems to not make a lot of moves but still be in the same position every mm-hmm. year in contention. Giannis. Giannis. The power of Giannis, bro. Yeah, and yeah. he said he wants to win there, so he's not going to leave until he absolutely yeah, has to. Yeah, I doubt they win one, really. The Bucks. They're, they're not nothing. winning. They just need another They're piece. not winning nothing. Nah. But the, like, uh, who, who are they going to get? I thought, Nigga, I don't they know. Just the last two years they just, was their best chance. The last two seasons was their best they just chance. Paid, they just paid Drew Holiday, like, a, like they just paid Drew Holiday superstars money. So, Who like, has been balling out because Drew Holiday he's is earned. definitely that guy still. He's earned. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bum, but I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of money. Like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's hell of a lot of money. Yeah. I, but I do, want, I do want to hear from CeCe. He's uh, been waiting patiently over there, so... Your third and final Lakers uh, fan that that gives their take on this. I just want to get out the way. My favorite Lakers fan in the chat because he is also a Patriots fan. So I don't hate him entirely. Honestly, I think the unbiased side of me thinks that Clay, I mean, Steph might want to run it back with Clay. Like, give it one more season. Give it a couple more seasons. Like, why not? They've already won together. Why not keep it going? Give it another try. But if Steph wants to win right now, right now, he might consider the Lakers, the Heat, another team. that. But it's not necessarily just the Lakers. It's not Unlike TK and Tulu, I don't think every player is going to go to the Lakers. I'm glad you're like this. But- you I'm should glad. really you should send that Andre Drummond video in the chat again. Send them both. Those things, those are hilarious. Those are gems. And PC, is that the Flyers playing the Bruins in the background? Who's up? It is. It's it's in OT right now. Mm. I currently hey, watched the hockey brother. game is so long. And we just scored and won the game. I'm glad. That was perfect timing by you, Trey. Thank you for that. If I cared about hockey more, I would be living. <laughs> but my Red Sox won their first game today. Ben, you can uh, well, suck it. TK, you can they suck stink. it. All you <laughs> in the chat that been they talking stink. bad about my team, you can suck it. Wow, Seven and no victory over the Rays. And that's first of many to come, baby. 159 and three. Yes, sir. I'm calling it now. Undefeated oh season God. starts Move now, on. baby. Okay. PC, well, PC, go on. Go on. Go on, please. <laughs> well, well, so, so, 
I've been waiting for my turn because now I got a theory that will debunk all Laker fans who think that Seth Curry to the Lakers is inevitable. So you're just going to have to hear me. Can't shoot. What does that have to do with this situation? I mean, let me why see. would he want to go me, to play with a man who can't he, shoot? But anyway, go on. He's obviously shot the three before, so wait your turn. So hear me out. The Lakers, or excuse me, Steph Curry, he currently is 33 years old. There have already been reports of a contract extension that he's been working on with the Warriors. Number one, why would he leave Clay Thompson, who has had two unfortunate injuries, to go and play for a conference rival that he knows inevitably would win a championship? That's number one. He wouldn't leave Clay Thompson out to dry in Golden State just like that. Number two, Steph Curry, to your guys' point, has already won three rings. He's in the prime of his career right now. He doesn't have to prove anything else to anybody else. So why would he go and pull the biggest coward move since KD joined the Warriors and go and play with LeBron AD in LA? He doesn't need to win any more championships. Are you going to answer the question? Let me finish. Let me finish. finish. I'll let y'all go. Let me finish. It's a rhetorical question. You need to answer it. it. It's a a rhetorical question. He doesn't need to prove anything else to anybody else. He already has his rings. He's good. And number three, the Warriors have, coming up next season, $163 in cap space. I think... The reason the Lakers want Steph Curry is because they are scared of what the Warriors can become with Steph and Clay back healthy on that team. Especially, <laughs> especially considering Even dream they can on add green. weapons, especially considering they add weapons to the already dangerous duo. We know that Steph and Clay are one of the best duos in NBA history. And especially shooting-wise, they're Splash Brothers, so we've missed that for the past two years. I think we've, especially Laker fans, have forgotten what that duo was like on the court. Draymond Green was very effective on the court when those two are on the court. And plus, they already have young pieces in James Wiseman. They have Damian Lee. They They have a couple of solid pieces that can lead them in the future. All they need is another solid shooting, you know, guard on that team. Another guy that can provide about 15 to 20 a night. And the Warriors are going to be in contention in that already loaded Western Conference. So to answer the question, in my unbiased opinion, I don't think that Steph Curry is going anywhere. He isn't, he isn't going to leave play out to, in, to dry in Golden State just like that. He's staying with the Warriors. In my Bias opinion, obviously I'll well to see him as a sixer, but now I'm starting to think those reports about him joining the Hornets are more likely than anything that we may get about the Lakers. Because LeBron can recruit all he wants. You know, you can talk about, oh, they had all the greatest chemistry in the world in the All-Star game. Number one, the All-Star game, you don't play deep. It's an All-Star game. At Number all. Two, Number two, the chemistry that they've had, you know, is literally just them talking. You're talking about one play where they literally 
had that one connection where LeBron threw him that one pass and Seth pulled up from half court. Like, that's the chemistry that y'all are talking about. Come on now, Laker fans. Let's be real. Lakers fans. Steph Curry leads the Warriors. And if he does lead the Warriors, he'll be the goal in play for the Hornets. That's where his father mm, okay. is. I'm, I'm sure. New super I'm sure. Team. I'm sure. New super team there in mm. Charlotte. They already have the young pieces there. They have guys like Gordon Hayward who could provide 20 and night for you already. They have Lamelo Ball. They have Devontae Graham. Okay. They have they have Malik Monk. If they add another piece to that to that puzzle in Charlotte, say in the draft free agency, I mean that's going to be a huge threat in the league. Now, I don't know if they, they beat a team like the Sixers or the Heat if fully healthy, but that's already balancing out the league. They beat the Heat and, and the Sixers. The one, they just would not beat the Nets. What's the one thing? What's the one thing that we all kind of wish for in the NBA? What's the one thing that we always get mad at? It's unbalanced in the league. If Seth Curry went to the Lakers, the league would be totally unbalanced. It'd be unbalanced. It'd be unfair to the rest of the team. The league's already unbalanced with KD literally building a super team in the, uh, in Brooklyn. That's do you not the see, point. That's you not literally see the. Do you see what's going on in Brooklyn right Outside now? Outside, Kevin Durant having the right out. Kevin Durant. That's literally the point. Yeah, let me respond. Let me respond. I'm saying the team in Brooklyn, the team in Brooklyn, can't stay healthy for five games. They can't. James Harden literally went out tonight with a hamstring injury. He's out for the rest of the game. They can't stay healthy. They can't. So the, if, if the that was, that was the other night, the, actually. That, what, was, total, that wait, was like total, two nights wait, ago. Wait, wait, wait. Here's what I'm hearing. If, Tolu, here's, here's, here's what I'm hearing, Tolu, okay? Okay. If, if any team builds a super team, it's cool. Oh, they have injuries, or they have this problem, they have that problem, this player's not going to show up, that player's not going to show up. But if it's the Lakers, oh, my God, PC ha- blows up. Freaking gasket, bro! I, Literally, I, when he I, hears that's super team and Lakers, what was being said, he goes berserk. Why do you hate the Lakers so much? Because LeBron. Is it because Anthony? Is it because Anthony Davis owns Joel Embiid? Like, what is your issue? What is your issue with the Lakers? I don't understand. Actually, I'm, I'm going to need to stop. Owns Anthony Davis. If you look at the uh, record, no. I have a suggestion to say about um. Yeah. Because the play, you remember the chemistry play um, in the All-Star game between LeBron and Steph? It's kind of like Giannis and Steph that dunked a couple All-Star games ago that Warriors fans were saying, oh, Giannis is going to come to the Warriors. Yeah. And yeah. He bounced the freaking ball. He bounced the ball off and the water. Is so, the wa- there's something in the it, water. It, it, pass, a a passing guy the ball for a half-court shot is called chemistry. Like, Ooh, that's it's, 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 it's the all-star game, yeah, right? It's supposed to happen. That, 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 that makes no sense. That makes no sense. <laughs> so, TK, if I pass you the ball and you're wide open at the three, that's chemistry? They're both bro. We, we, we have to bro. So what's that so means? That means we, so what's we're winning a championship. If it's clearly a a bounce pass for a dunk. Is that not well, chemistry? The, the issue is the issue. It's Giannis. It's not LeBron. That, no, 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 LeBron no, no, no. and is that, Steph. Is that not chemistry? Is that not chemistry though? LeBron and Steph. No, 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 no,
But we saw There's a difference between Giannis and LeBron, bro. Warriors fans saw that they were getting Giannis. Giannis re-signed. Now, here we are. What? Hurry. Who said they were? Who said? Total, 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 total. He means Warriors fans. He means Warriors fans. Let him win. I meant Warriors. Let him win. Let him win. Let him win. I met Warriors fans. They, uh, you know, we're in the heat of the conversation. Sorry that I messed up a little bit. Sorry that you can't put two and two together, Cholu. Oh, brother. But yeah, now we're seeing the same situation with Curry. Curry, you know, now they're saying, oh, Curry's gonna be a Laker. We'll have to see what PC. happens. PC just shaking in his boots because he knows he can. Uh, I took credit what PC, no I took credit what PC yeah, was saying real quick. If which one, the Nets are already like your fans, you guys should be shaking in your boots. That would be a threat to y'all in the West. Another threat to the already Ooh. dangerous threat in the West, including the With Nuggets, Clayback, the Clippers, really? the Blazers, the Jazz, the Suns. That's another team. All That's these another. teams you're naming, all these teams you're naming are teams that wouldn't even beat us in six games. Like, stop. It's, None, it's, every single team you just named would lose in six. Team, what team is this team, man? Come on, man. Like, PC, you don't teams. even believe that. Like, come on. You, the, the Jazz with, the, the jazz with all, Steph Curry if could you give y'all a run. Utah Jazz? What? With Steph Curry could give y'all a run. With yeah, the, the one step go to Utah. Tell me, the Utah what, Jazz. I'm not Utah saying Jazz. he's going Tell to go there. I am like, saying, right? You Tell just said what teams like in the summer. West would give y'all a run? Go, name them. Name them. No team is being a healthy Lakers team in a seven game series. I don't care. With Steph, with Steph Curry, the Jazz would. The Clippers would. Uh, the Clip. Oh yes, my God. they would. With Steph Curry, they would. Oh, oh, you're saying if they had Steph Curry. See, that's yes. a completely wow. different yes. story. But Steph Curry's not going to That's what we were saying. Steph if is, they had Steph. 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 But Steph's not going to any of those teams. It's, honestly, I'm going to be real. It's, we know it's that. literally either Charlotte. Like I said, I, I even said it earlier in the podcast, if you guys heard me. I said the biased me says yada, yada, yada. The unbiased me says he's going to stay in Golden yeah, State. I, I, I if he's, he's going to stay. stay. If he does leave, that Charlotte, that whole Charlotte thing, I heard the whole Charlotte story too. Uh, uh, Colin, I forgot his last name, but I was I was watching his show today. And like he was saying that too. It makes a lot of sense, bro. Like Steph Curry and LaMelo Ball would be very, very fun to watch, bro. You can easily yeah. move LaMelo to the two. Easily, bro. That's not, that's not even an issue. And <clears throat> you're still talking about two players that can literally give you between each, like somewhere between 50 and 20 assists a night. 50 points, 20 assists a night between the two. Like, I don't yeah, think that's – that, that would be very wow. deadly, bro. But Charlotte will make a lot of sense. I personally think it, it falls it, – it So now Charlotte makes a lot of sense. But when we said it earlier, what? I never said Charlotte didn't make sense. You, that's his you literally, bro. All right. All right. That's his whole PC, the listeners will go back and listen to you literally trashing oh, that idea. Bro. We should probably move on. I didn't trash I suck it. on this. Yeah, let's yes, move PC, on. let's move on. It's yeah, no right. getting yeah, through yeah, to yeah. these men, bro. <laughs> we got to talk about uh, 17. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. The men's uh, NCAA tournaments here. Um, well, during all the excitement of last week, um, I forgot to mention that the Final Four for the women's and the championship game for the women's tournament uh, were up that week as well. Um, so we're going to start with a, a rundown of those games, and we'll jump into the men's. Um, so let's start off with the first Final Four uh, game in the 
NCAA Women's uh, Basketball Tournament. Uh, we'll start with the most noticeable game. Number three seed, Arizona. Uh, they took on the favorites in uh, number one seed, UConn Huskies. And my oh my, Wildcats came in as a 14-point underdog in that game. But they kept UConn at arm's length the entire game. They didn't trail once. And they won 69-59, advancing to their school's first ever national championship game. The biggest name to come out of that game is guard Ari McDonald. If you don't know that name, get to know her. She's a baller. She finished with 26 points and 7 rebounds in that game. Uh, for a little bit more context about Ari, she was the Pac-12's uh, player of the year this year. Uh, she has also won the Pac-12's Defensive Player of the Year in 2020 and 2021. Has been the Pac-12 first team all-defense since her sophomore year. She is a senior now. UConn star Paige Beckers finished with 18 points, 4 assists, and 6 rebounds in 40 minutes. But it simply wasn't enough in the end, obviously, uh, from the results. Uh, Beckers still won uh, College Basketball Player of the Year, uh, being the first freshman to win it since 1983. UConn head coach Gino Ariyama, um, he boldly said that uh, his team still needed a lot of growing up to do, including Beckers. That's part of the reason why they lost uh, that game. They just simply weren't ready. Um, as Arizona head coach Adida Barnes told her team, F everybody. I'll leave it at that. Uh, alluding to everybody that ever doubted them um, that they can possibly beat UConn. Uh, so that was the first Final Four game. Let's go to the other Final Four game of this uh, of last week. Uh, number one seeds uh, facing off against each other. Uh, South Carolina taking on Stanford. Uh, it came down to the wire in that game, but the Cardinal etched out in the end, winning 66-65, giving Stanford their first national championship appearance since 2010. South Carolina's Aliyah Boston finished with 11 points and, however, secured a clutch steal in the closing seconds of that game, passing it to her teammate Bria Beal for a layup that she missed. Boston could put back the miss as it clinked off the back of the rim and Stanford survived to the national championship game. Haley Jones was Stanford's leading scorer of the game. She finished with 24 points as the stage was set for this past Sunday. Number one, three or number three seed Arizona Wildcats seeking on number one seed Stanford Cardinal. Uh, so we run down that game. Jones and the Cardinal were able to shut down Ari McDonald and the Wildcats in the closing seconds to win 54-53. For McDonald, she actually struggled in the first half of that game, only finishing with five points. Uh, But she really started to pick it up in the second half. Had Arizona on the comeback trail, um, and she finished with 22 points. She needed to finish with 25 uh, to beat Stanford. However, she missed the go-ahead three at the end. She was... Quite literally swarmed by four Stanford defenders. Uh, Haley Jones of um, the Cardinal, she finished with 17 points and 8 rebounds for the champions. This is Stanford's first national title since 1992 and the third in their school's history. And they were all coached by head coach Tara Van DeRiever. She now joins Baylor's women's head coach Kim Mulkey for a third all-time in championships for a D1 women's head coach with three. Uh, the other two are um, Pat Summit, uh, legendary Pat Summit of Tennessee. Um, 
Ino Ariyama, of course, with 11. Uh, so congratulations to the Stanford Cardinals um, men's, women's, or excuse me, the Stanford Cardinals women's basketball team for winning the championship this year. Uh, so let's transition into the men's now. Their final four games. Let's start with uh, Baylor. Uh, number one seed Baylor taking on number two seed Houston. We alluded to it earlier, um, but this game was not close. Living out to their their school name, the Bears, they they mauled the Cougars in this one. They won 78-59. to 59. Uh, Houston, they did not shoot well in this game. They only shot 38% from the field and 31% from three. Uh, Baylor, meanwhile, was efficient all night long, scoring, uh, shooting 52.5% from the field and 11 of 24 from threes. Uh, Baylor guard Jared Butler finished with 17 points, 4 assists, 5 rebounds, while Masi Oteague and Jonathan Tashwama, Tashatua, Tashahua, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, each finished with 11 points. Uh, Houston guard Marcus Sasser was the Cougars' leading scorer with 20. Uh, and this Baylor's first national championship game appearance since 1948. Then looking at score, uh, it's a commercial right now, but so I'll try to get an update. On the score right now. 38-26. They're currently we leading uh, this game by 12 uh, over the, um, well, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Uh, sorry for spoilers, but um, yeah, they're facing Gonzaga. But we have to talk about their their game as well, their Final Four game. Uh, number one seed Gonzaga taking on the number 11 seed UCLA. What a game, first of all. My my eyes start with um, this was the game that everyone was talking about. We all know the ending now. Jalen Suggs, uh, star freshman for the Zags, hitting that buzzer-beating game-winning three in OT to advance the Bulldogs to their first national championship since 2017. Uh, they keep the perfect season alive. Um, as mentioned before, a very exciting game. This had 15 ties and 19 lead changes throughout. Uh, UCLA was trying to become the first double-digit seed to reach the national championship. Uh, guard Johnny Juzang finished with 29 points, the game high, uh, and two of those 29 were a clutch putback layup in the closing seconds of OT. That was sent it to double OT, but we know what happened after that. Um, Jalen Suggs said, no, sir, hit that clutch three. He finished with 16 points, and forward Drew Timmy. Uh, however, finished as the leading scorer for the Sags as he finished with 25 points. And now the stage is set for the men's national championship, which you mentioned, TK. Uh, Baylor is currently dominating right now. They're the superior team, 38-26 as of recording. Um, so we'll see which team walks out with their first school championship at Lucas Oil Stadium uh, for tonight. So now let's jump into the NBA preview of the week. Uh, a couple of good matchups. Uh, we're starting with the Knicks and Celtics on Wednesday, as well as the Jazz and Suns on Wednesday, and the Lakers taking on the Heat rematch of the finals on Thursday. So, TK, I'll start with you. Uh, Knicks, Celtics, Jazz, Suns, and Lakers, Heat. Your predictions for those games. Uh, Nick, <clears throat> Nick Celtics. I got Celtics. Uh, they're on. A, they're currently on a two-game win streak. Um, it's kind of looking like they're kind of picking back up where they left off. Uh, last season. I want to say earlier in the season, but they've kind of sucked the entire season. So, um, hopefully this will this will be a, a a nice little three-peat form. 
uh, uh, three, three, three wins, not three people, uh, three wins in a row for him. And I, I, I just believe against the Knicks, I don't I understand the Knicks are, are a much better team this year, but I'm, I'm really not that high on the Knicks. So I got the Celtics winning that game. Uh, Jazz Suns, that's going to be a very good game. Um, as much as I want to say the Suns, I still think at the end of the, by the end of the season, the Suns will be the higher, well, not, I think the Suns will be a, the better C or not the better C, but the better team. Um, I do think that the Jazz, you know what, I'm going to go with the Suns. I'm going to say the Suns are going to win this game, actually, um, because I do believe that the Suns are the better team, <clears throat> even though the Jazz have the better seeding. Um, there's a better three-point team, I understand. Um, but the Jazz kind of remind me of that uh, Atlanta Hawks team that was the number one seed in the East that one year when everybody thought that they were going to be the best team in the East. And I believe they got knocked out in the first, first or second round. I'm not sure. But they kind of they just they just remind me of, of that Hawks team. So I'm really not on the Jazz at all. Um Lakers and who was the last one? PC? Lakers and who? Lakers and Heat. Oh God. Yes, um, sir. Chuck up that L, buddy. I'm, I'm, I'm not I will never say that the Heat will win a game, even if I believe that they will win. So I'm gonna say the Lakers are gonna win this game. Um the um the, the the reserves and the backups and everybody the guys that aren't used to getting playing time they will step up shooter will have a 30 point game um god bro it's really hard to be biased without lebron james and ad bro like i, I got nothing right now dog i got nothing TK but I, is I, the only guy i, I know nothing, who hates bro. the teams where he's from or where he claims to be. yeah i hate but yeah, yeah i hate the heat bro i hate the heat so i got i got i got lakers winning in a miracle I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know who's going to step up, but I think Shooter will have a big game, so I'm just going to say Shooter. Shooter will have, like, 40 points, and we'll win by three. <laughs> okay. 40. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go to you now, Gianni. Uh, your predictions for the game. Love to hear your response. Um, Celtics, Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are pretty good this season. I think they could win this game. It's going to be a close game because – I don't know really what the Celtics are really right now. They're they're like in the two game win streak right now, but they're kind of inconsistent. But I'm gonna say Knicks, Suns and Jazz, the top two seeds in the West. Um, I'm gonna say the Suns win. Um, uh, they're they're a hotter team in my opinion. I feel like the Jazz. I don't know. The Jazz lost today, but the thing is, at the end of the season, I think the Suns are gonna be a much better threat than the Jazz um, in the West. And for Lakers, Heat, the Heat are going to win this game by 20 at least. I can't think of his name, but KCP, I think he's going to have a decent game. Um, I think he's going to be the leading scorer of the game because um, we always give up big threes um, to to teams. So KCP is going to have a good night from from three. That That's for sure. So those are my picks: Heat, Sun, and Knicks. Uh, we'll go Solu next. All right, uh, CC. All right. Um, let's see here. For the first game, the Knicks and the Celtics, I believe you said. Um, I think uh, it's going to be a close game because the Knicks are actually really, really good this year. This is absolutely insane because I did not expect the Knicks to be this be this good. Julius Randle, obviously an all-star. Emmanuel quickly knocked down shooter. They got 
R.J. Barrett, he's been improving. I didn't think the Knicks were going to be this good, but I still will t- take the Celtics to win this game because, uh, like uh, TK said, they're on a two-game two uh, two game win streak. Um, Evan Fournier, after that atrocious game, first game, he's been balling. I still think they need another center, but that's another thing for another day. But uh, I think the Celtics will win that one. For the Jazz and the Suns, I think the Suns are winning that game because Chris Paul, De- Devin Booker has been playing out of his mind these the past uh, five games. I think he's averaging almost like 30 points a game. So, And I don't think nobody on the Jazz is guarding Devin Booker. Devin Booker is going to be the X factor for the Suns winning that game. Um and obviously, Chris Paul, you know, the basketball savant he is. I think the Suns are going to end up being the number one seed by the end of this year. So I take the Suns. I take the Suns in that game. Lakers in the Heat. Oh my God, Lakers have been struggling mightily without LeBron and AD. Um, I think the Heat are going to win that game. But I mean, the Lakers just got blown out by the Clippers uh, yesterday. I hate, I hated watching that. I wasted my whole fucking time watching that whole game. I could have done so many better things, but I think uh, the Heat are going to win that game by maybe by 10, by maybe 10 plus points. Um, the Mickey Mouse Miami Heat got Oladipo, my man. Um, they, uh, they got Ariza. They still got Jimmy, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. They've been playing where they've been playing decent lately. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Heat are going to win that game. Honestly, I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics lost that game, but I wouldn't be shocked if they won because the Celtics, there's two Celtics teams this season. The Celtics teams that suck and the Celtics teams that actually play pretty good. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks won. Um, I feel like the Suns are going to win. And then I feel like Kuzma is going to have a big game. He's gonna have like thirty, and the Lakers are gonna win. Uh, uh, Trey. Well, we all know who I'm rolling with. Celtics, baby, two game win streak, looking to make it three. Uh, I don't think we're gonna mop the floor with the Knicks. They're a better team this year, but we got our defensive guys back on the court, and the team as a whole looks better on defense than what we have all year, which is a good sign to see. And Julius Randle, he'll do his thing, of course. R.J. Barrett, he'll have a decent game, I'm sure. But I'm going to still give it to us to win by 10 points, probably. And then for a second game, uh, the Suns are probably a favorite for a lot of people, or Jazz probably. But I'm going to go with the Jazz because right now the Suns are struggling against the Rockets. And if they play like this versus the Jazz, they can forget about it. It's not going to be like a blowout or nothing. I got them close game, winning by like three points. And then for the last game, who I'm going to personally watch this one. Heat, I need them to run through the Lakers, which I know they will. Jimmy is going to have whoever he's guarding in Rikers. Bam Adebayo on Andre Drummond is going to be interesting to see. And if Oladipo can get it going, like G said, Lakers have no shot. They already have no shot, but you guys have no shot. Mm. Well, um... For Knicks Celtics, um, I love seeing division rivals clash with each other. It's like uh, watching my Sixers. Um, they're the kings of the division, watching their um, yeah, for now. counterparts face off against each other. 
Not for now. You guys aren't coming for us for that division crown. But anyways. Hey, no, PC, no, I'm not saying PC, we are, Carly. but I'm saying it's not well, going to no. Well, I'll go with, hey, the, with the Celtics with this one. If you mention Cat Solu, I swear I'm kicking you from this show. <laughs> because no. we still won that game. That was indeed first game back. If I knew that you were going to bring that up. It's funny that you bring that up because the Lakers literally lost to the Clippers that same day. Who's airballed okay. the free throw? But anyway. Cat still dunked on Embiid, though. Cool. Maybe he still owns him. It is Carl Anthony Towns, though. So, I mean. Waste, wasting time. Anyways, uh, we're, as far as Jazz Suns go, it's about one, two seeds. Um, I'm going to give this regular season win to the Jazz, however. Um, I, I don't know what it is. More and more, I, I feel like the Jazz are like a regular season team. You know, um, they're really starting to show signs of that Atlanta Hawks team that you know, won like 60 games one year, then lost in like the semis. Um, so uh, I had the Jazz winning that one. Like uh, Trey said, the Suns are currently struggling against the Rockets of all teams. Um, so I, I think it's it's a bit of a consistency issue with Phoenix right now. Um, and Jazz, they live and die by the three. So if they hit their threes against that team, it's, 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 it's going to be an easy win for them. And finally, finally... We have a rematch of the Mickey Mouse Championship game between the Lakers and the Heat. And no LeBron and AD for the Lakers. And Heat currently have Olin Depot, Butler, and, you know, so-and-so. I don't want to dive too much into it. So uh, I got the Heat playing this one. Um, they should win this game. There really shouldn't be any excuses for them not to win this game. Um, yeah, uh, short and sweet like that. Like, I, I don't... You know, the Lakers are going to, you know, put up a fight, of course, but um, Butler, he should have a good game, um, as well as Strogic. Um, um, and I, I believe Old Depot's going to play in that game as well. So I got the Heat winning that. And uh, like I said, you could catch the Knicks Celtics on Wednesday, as well as Jazz Suns on Wednesday, and Lakers Heat on Thursday on TNT. So let's move into the mini game of the week, boys. It's one word answers this week. So y'all know the drill. Uh, for all our new listeners, the crew gives a uh, sports situation and they have to use one word to describe it. Um, so TK, here I'll be our example for the new listeners. Um, one word to describe the Space Jam 2 trailer. Um, featuring what we know now, LeBron James, of course, uh, along with Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, a couple of WNBA stars, and Diana Taurasi as well, um, and all of our favorite Looney Tune characters. So, one more to describe that. I think today is going to be in it, too. I would describe epic. it as epic. Um, not only did it have all the stars that PC named, I saw King Kong in there. I saw Superman in there. Like it's a, it's a bro. This Space Jam is about to be lit, bro. I rec I, I recommend our listeners mm -hmm. if you have not seen the trailer, go watch the trailer right now. It is trailer. amazing. It's a great. Trailer. It's amazing for sure, for certain. Uh, to allude to your point, Trey Zendaya is gonna be uh, voicing Lilla Bunny, so that's that's uh, that's <laughs> that. She doesn't even know you exist. Let the dream go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you. I that's why you simping over sour, but you know. 
I don't simp over her at all. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. At all. Should I pull up the I chat don't. right now? Should I pull up the chat right now? I literally wasn't even simping. But we can pull oh, up your oh, screenshots. Oh. We can pull up your screenshots. A screenshots of what? That's not me. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hey PC, let's, let's go ahead and move on. I'm tired of talking this. <laughs> about this I might just keep this in the podcast. Who knows? Um, oh, so if I had to use uh, one word, I'm up next. Uh, I'm moderator slash whatever you know. Uh, so if I had to use one word to describe Roy Williams retiring this past Tuesday, uh, now Roy, um, he was obviously a legend. Um, in college basketball, he is um, just to read a couple of his accomplishments. Fourth all time in Division One wins. He is the only coach to win 400 games at two schools, Kansas and North Carolina. He led North Carolina to three NCAA championships. His second all time in NCAA tournament wins. I mean, list of awards and accomplishments I can read off for the rest of this episode. Um, if I had to use one word to describe his um, his retirement, it'd be it'd be shocking. Um, now, people from his inner circle said that this uh, they kind of expected this. They saw this coming, um, just not as soon as it did. Um, Williams he cited that you know he was just tired of the way that the game was moving, uh, the the direction that it was moving in terms of play style. Um, and I mean, after what happened this past year, obviously, um, I'm sure he was just, you know, tired, you know, and maybe that was time to just give up, you know, the the dream that he had. But so many players have uh, come out and you know praise Coach Williams uh, for if, for approaching. If I can touch, if I could touch on that also, PC, I also heard that um the uh, part of his reasoning for retiring was because uh the whole one and done thing. He came from an era where oh. players stayed for three, four years, and you built a relationship with players. And yeah. he was—he has not been able to do that now with this whole one and done thing going on. So I heard that was a big part of it as well. Yeah, when you think about it that way, that's actually that's actually so sad. You know, like I, I mean, I'm sure Roy is like a, a wonderful person. You know, to to not only learn from, but to, to hang around with and. Um, it was just a uh, time for him to, to move on. And uh, we obviously wish uh, the best of luck uh, in retirement to Roy Williams. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's my word for it. Just, just shocking. Um, now North Carolina did hire Roy's replacement uh, with, um, they hired Hubert Davis, who was a longtime assistant for North Carolina. He's going to be the first African-American head coach in that school's history. Uh, so congratulations to Hubert Davis. Um, now we have Ben from Off the Hook. Uh, you've heard his voice here on the podcast before. Uh, he is, as we all know, uh, a dedicated, long lifetime North Carolina fan, and uh, he just wants to give his input on the Roy Williams. Ret- I've been a fan of this team for like over ten years. So all I have to say is this was like a surprise. <laughs> Especially since it was on April Fool's Day, because at first that was a troll. But when I um, when players started speaking about it, I was like, "Yeah, it's actually real." And I got like 
it's all messed up. So, um, he had a good career. I mean, three championships with um, UNC, and we hired a new coach today, which I I like that hire. So, you will be missed, Roy, and enjoy your retirement. And his last game at the um, UNC Dean uh, Dean Smith Center was against Duke, so I enjoyed that better. So, <laughs> thank you, Roy, for your time here and bless up. So, as uh, we mentioned before, we wish Roy Williams the best of luck in retirement. Um, but moving on in the podcast, so uh, we have to go back to the main game. Uh, so we'll go to you now, Trey. Uh, we have to talk about your Red Sox, buddy. Um, now I did hear that y'all won today. Um, so you're one in three, but you started off zero and three, getting swept by the Orioles. That solo scene, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, one of not. his many no, teams. One of his many no, teams. No, it is not. Along with the Yankees no, and the Dodgers and the Jets no, no, and, no, the, no. and the Nets well, anyway, and the Lakers. Yankees, anyway, and the, and the Ravens. Way, oh my Let's God! Sox started off three at Fenway for the first time since 1948, after getting swept by Baltimore. So, do you have one word to describe that trade? I got more than one word, and I'm gonna make it real quick. Three words in the past, because now that we have won our first game of the season, that is set in stone. That's all we needed. For the rest of the year, we are going one 159 and three. You can mark it in your calendars tonight. I've said it. That is my hot take as well, but I'm going to still repeat it. 159 and three. Alex Cora, he has got us right. We're going to take over. We're going to shine. We're going to shit, and I can't wait till we play. My bad. Excuse my friends. I can't wait till we play other teams in here like What's it called? Not the Orioles. I don't want to see him again. But uh, what's it called? <laughs> Yankees. Play the Braves some more. We oh, play the Phillies man. coming up soon. We play TK's Marlins. This is going to be great, bro. This is going to be beautiful. I can't I wait just wanna say, to see this. I just want to say to the listeners, I am not a Marlins fan. Don't, that's don't cap, have to that's lie cap, to that is me- That's cap. That's definitely cap. TK's a Marlins fan. TK is a Marlins fan. Tolu is an Orioles slash Dodgers slash Yankees. I am. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just say, folks. PC. I'm gonna say one thing, and then I'll let you continue. Listeners, if you go to last week's podcast, you can clearly hear Tolu repping the Dodgers. He's yes. been shouting out you the Yankees in this entire podcast tonight. Put two and two together, guys. Go ahead. I, I, no, was, I wish we could yes, put the screenshot on the podcast so they could see you saying, let's Maybe go, I Yankees. Just mess around I, and put that audio in this week's podcast. I go ahead. Do I am not just I'm a, ba- I'm a baseball you have to. casual. Y'all know this. I'm a baseball casual. Uh-huh. Right. Anyways, so Gianni, uh, my friend. Let's talk about Shohei Otani. This man, Shohei Otani, in the first inning of last night's ball game, threw a 101 mile per hour fastball, and then in the bottom of that same inning, crushed a home run that went 450 feet. One more to describe that. That's I'm gonna say insane. Um, what he did, 101. Um, that pitch was insane to me. Um, I think the batter, if I'm not mistaken, the batter fell, or that was a pitch after. But um, that was insane. And then to hit a home run after that, that that's generational. Like, 
this is this is a, a player that can do both things that we rarely see, basically. Because if you look in the NL, you see the like in the ninth hitter is just the pitcher, but they don't do that. Like the pitchers usually don't like hit the home run ball. This this guy is unbelievable. He can pitch. He can hit home runs. That that's just insane. And he throwing one on one, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, he's wait to wait to when he gets more, you know, like um, more experience in the game and stay more healthier. He's gonna he's gonna be amazing to watch every night. He yeah. pitches and, and bat. I mean, we don't we don't see that kind of hybrid anymore in baseball. Like yeah, we, we don't see it. a lot, like in like the forties, fifties, sixties with guys like Babe Ruth and so on on, but you know, the Angels, they got their guy. Like we, we talk about how Mike Trout, like you know, he um he doesn't really have like stars around him. If Shelly yeah. County can stay healthy, um, they That's have a chance of making the playoffs officially. Yeah, they have a chance to make it. Yeah, for sure. And it could be a scary team if if they put it all together. It could be a scary team. For sure, I agree. Yeah, which is good for them because the Angels have been terrible for some years. Yeah, they're they're wasting Mike Trout's career right there. You could have been a Philly Mike Trout. You could have he Mike he wanted that money. He did. He I, I can't even lie. He got more money than Bryce. You can't blame him. Yeah, he got you more can't money. Can't blame than him though. Bryce got like you getting paid the most, and you live in L.A. I mean, anybody would have took that. He's living lavish. I yeah. I have a soft spot for Mike Trout because he's from the same hometown as my dad in Mill Hill, um, which like twenty minutes away from me. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. To see him Jersey legend. Yes. Jersey legend for sure. But we'll move speaking on of to... Jersey legends, Tolu, how is it out there in the Meadowlands? We seen you at the East Rutherford Stadium repping your Jets. Want to tell us about that or? <laughs> So, so we're just gonna lie now. We're just gonna lie. Okay, okay, all right. We're lying. The day you claim your New Jersey team no, will be the day of retribution. No, the day I rep the Jets is the day I marry Rihanna, and that's never gonna happen. I respect the honesty. Yes. You're still a Jets fan. For, for deep down. No, but I'm not. We 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 digress. For once he's telling the truth. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> CC. I would never and now he's back to line. That's good, UCC. Uh, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback Carlton Davis uh, has tweeted and has since apologized for an anti-Asian slur that he used in a tweet. Uh, so one more to describe that situation. Uh, learning? Like, it's a two-word answer. Learning experience? Like, we're all learning, like, what, what we can and can't say. Because with my... Um, even me, when Myers Leonard said what he said, I didn't even know what that word meant. So some of these players don't know what the word means, and we can't be like this cancel culture. Like, give some of the players like leanway. Like, even though if they admit they're wrong, then you can't just like cancel them or whatever, unless it's like like they're doing it multiple times. You know? I agree. I agree. Yeah, like we always say, you get one chance to mess up. That's all you get. That's just one chance. Um, so let's go to you now, Tolu. Uh, we've played to it a couple of times now, but one word to describe Jalen Suggs hitting that game-winning shot in OT in the Final Four matchup against UCLA. I got two words, or three words. 
this is March. That's what I'm gonna say because that that specific shot just makes me miss fans. Because could you imagine fans being at that arena and he makes that shot? The fans would have went insane. Like they probably would have ran on the court. That's that's the one time I miss fans so much. But that's March Madness. March Madness is one of the greatest sporting events in all of sports. Uh, yeah, you can say the NBA Finals, you can say the Super Bowl, but March Madness, that's just that's just a different it's just a different type of sporting event. Like that's when everyone just comes together and uh, roots for their college and stuff. Like th- that shot just like it, that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Every like both teams were going at each other from start to finish. Like it was probably one of the greatest college basketball games of all time. Like of all time, it has to be up there, right next to um, you know. The, what, who who hit that shot in, at uh, the Vil- to win the championship for Villanova? PC Villanova. who hit that shot? Chris, Chris yeah, Shane. him. Yep. Yeah, him. Wow, wow. It's right up there. Yeah, it's right up there with with uh with that shot. It was that was a crazy ass shot. It was. I, it was March Madness. This is March. That's what I'm gonna say for that thing. For that. Let me get my second thing out of the way. Uh, so you QB one in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. Um, well, he is quite literally now the QB1, as he's going to change his uh, jersey number to the number one for this upcoming season. If I had one to describe that, chess. Jalen Hurts is playing chess with not only Carson Wentz, but the rest of the league. Um, now, recently, Carson Wentz's new number is number two. That was Hurts' number last year. And... You know, you can say that it's once, you know, second chance. You know, he obviously has, like, a couple of reasons for choosing to. Second chance in life, you know, second chance in the league, whatever. Um, but now Jalen Hurts, he changed from two to one. He's QB1. This is his team. He gets probably one chance to not screw it up. So um, no other QB in our history has worn the number one. So he's one of a kind. No pun intended there. Um, I like it. I think it will look really cool on him. And, yeah, let me put on record. I never hated Jalen Hurts. I never hated him. I just hated how Eagles handled the situation with Carson Wentz. How Howie Roseman handled that situation with Wentz. And Howie Roseman's still with my team, unfortunately. So unfortunately. I hate that, man. You never wanted Jalen Hurts. Let's just put that out there. No, well, no. See, I gave him a shot. I gave him because didn't think he'd be a starter. I didn't think he would be a starter, but obviously, management thought otherwise and only gave once a year. Um, you know, and that just tells me that they never really believed in Carson. But I, I don't want. Dwell. Who cares? Who I don't cares? Want to dwell too much into it. <laughs> God, you're still just, you're still funny. in love with Wentz. Yeah, because he's still a good quarterback. You know, they, they I is. want someone to love me. I want someone to love me the way PC loves Carson Wentz, man. I really do. I really do. Like, man, it's just yeah. It's if if you don't if you don't think the Eagles could handle that situation better than Ooh, I, I'll, I'll move on for the sake of hey this guys, podcast. Hey, guys, just give it three games. Just give it, just, I'll just give it three games. PC is going to turn on this man, and Joe Flacco is going to start. 
and the whole uh, crowd goes silent. Nah. So we get that. Joe Flacco's days are over. He's just there to fill up the contract room. What's called? Super Bowl What's called? MVP. The roster. Have some respect. Oh my God! Years ago. Years ago. That was literally Super Bowl MVP. When he was Super Bowl MVP, dinosaurs were still exist. No, it was in 2012. Okay, you're right. Dinosaurs were still alive, and Colin Kaepernick had a job. Oh, brother. We beat him, though, so it's all good. Anyway, move on. Anyway, yeah, sketchy anyway. halftime hey, situations. Let's, let's move on, Trey. I got to go to you now for your second uh, for your second situation. So this one's an interesting one. Uh, the sister of Los Angeles Chargers owner Dean Spanos is petitioning a California court to put a portion of the team for sale because of lingering debt with the team itself causing the family to lose more than $11 million each year. So, one more to describe that situation. Isn't he the reason the team is in debt? Well, it's it's a mixture of that and, you know, obviously the pandemic, of course. Uh, I'd be livid if I was the family. Over $11 million a year? How much are they in debt? I, or you don't know the numbers? I don't know the specific numbers, but uh, I hear it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I See, mean, the Chargers, how can you wake up and say you're a Chargers fan? Chapo, Kwame, <laughs> this is for you. How much worse can it be out there? Like, <laughs> you was already last in the division behind the Broncos and the Raiders. And now this comes up so much. The AFC Bruh, West. Stop bringing up the Broncos. Shut up. The <laughs> AFC West is god-awful. Look on it's the not even football with the aspect. It's off look, the field. Look on is, the bright side. At least they got Justin Herbert. Yeah. And I also had saw that Penny Sewell from Oregon said it would be a dream to play with him again. Even though they're not going to draft him. He's going to be off the board well before they oh, get yeah, the chance. Sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but let's move on now to CC. Back to you. Um, Milwaukee Bucks guard Drew Holiday. He netted a four-year, $160 million contract extension this past week, keeping him with the Bucks' plans for years to come. One more to describe. Because most of their first-round picks away for him, so they better lock him up because what happens if they don't re-sign him and he just leaves? There goes your future. Um, there goes like, what you pretty much spent to get him. So you want to go rental? Yeah, you better lock them up. All right. That's fair. Uh, Gianni, your second thing. So uh, while everyone was enjoying opening day this past week, um, Nationals and Braves fans say didn't get to enjoy that. Uh, their, or excuse me, uh, Nationals and Mets fans were able to enjoy that. Their, their series was canceled this past weekend because of COVID-positive test teams. One word to describe. Unfortunate because... Now there's a problem now with the schedule, and now they have to find a way to make up those games. And the Nationals um, are not going to play a game, I don't think, until next week, it looked like now, because they have positive tests and stuff like that. It's unfair for the other teams, but it's whatever it is right now. So um, I think the Braves, I think the Braves are playing them. I think next, and yes. now the Braves can't play w- with yep. them now. 
So that's three other games that that they have to to move. So it's just unfortunate. For certain, for certain. Uh, TK, this next one's for you. So top two seeds in the East went down Sunday uh, as the Sixers lost to the Grizzlies and the Nets lost to the Bulls. So one word to describe that. Uh, pathetic. Literally, the two top teams in the East not only lost, but they lost to really, really, really bad teams, bro. There is no excuse for that. Like, I understand, like, bad teams, I get, like, it happens sometimes, but that, no. Like, PC, can, can you explain to me that? That should be the question for you. Well, I didn't see y'all in the chat making fun of the Sixers either, but whenever the Celtics lose, y'all be front and center. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are almost at a 500 record. Shut up. But, but to your point, TK, um, Memphis and Chicago, they're both in the plans for their conferences, number one. Number two, um, I don't know the reason that the Nets lost, but the Sixers were on the back-to-back without Embiid, and we were tired from last night's game, or Saturday night's game with the Timberwolves. So, I mean... That's, that's probably the reason why we lost. Should we have kept it, uh, you know, should, we shouldn't have lost as much we did um, to them, but yeah, I mean, there's that. You, and even Doc Nets. Rivers said himself, like, we were just, we were just tired, you know. We're human. Uh, the Nets fell apart after the first quarter versus the Bulls, because it was like tied, then the Bulls just started running away with it. Who, but you know who I was also, out there hooping? That boy Irvin. Hey, Ben, shout out to your Nets. You too, Tolu. We ain't forget. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, speak of the devil. We are going to end the minigame of the week with you. So Aaron Rodgers, current MVP of the league. Uh, he will be the new temporary host of Jeopardy for the next two weeks. So one more to describe that. Okay. I mean, I like it, I guess. Um, I think they should get a, a better a better person to replace the great Alex Trebek. But uh, I, I like it. Just say I mean, money bags, Tony. Just say money what? bags. Just money say bags. money bags. He's, he's doing it for money. <laughs> yeah, money bags. I guess I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this information. Uh, he, but he's been on the show before. He has been on the show before. Not as, not as a host, but like he's been on the show before as a guest. Yeah. He, was, he respected Trebek, but um, yeah, probably in terms of, of the money that he got, he yeah. probably got the bag. For sure. Yeah, he definitely got the bag. It's only it's only for two weeks too. You know, like it, he, he definitely got his money's worth. Uh, give me, I re- wait with PCPC. Give me, I refuse to run to the end zone for three hundred, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wide open, right? Anyway, go on. Maybe hopefully, Yo. hopefully there's somebody that makes a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will give that person money. Uh, so let's move on now to everybody's favorite segment of the night, the week, um, of the show. I don't know what to call it. Um, but it's hot takes, everyone. All hot takes provided by the crew and the WHS fan hot take. Provided by our fan this week. If you want to send us your hot takes, make sure to DM us on our Instagram and our Twitter. That's WHS underscore podcast and WHS underscore podcast. 
Hey man, it's your boy Donnie D reporting live from Fort Worth, Texas, Funky Town, Texas. I'm repping Hootat Nation, Laker Nation. We talking baseball, Yankee Nation. And uh, I'm here to give my WHS hot take of the week, man. My hot take looking at the looking at the upcoming schedule. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about LeBron and AD being out, they up. I think the Lakers probably going to slide to the play-in games and end up being the 7 or 8 seed and still make a finals run. What you like that? It's another Lakers fan that thinks that the Lakers could possibly slide into the play-in and still make a run in the finals. So exactly. First of he all, said still he said still make a run in the finals and TK and Tolu are still hating. Isn't that I, crazy? I know, I That's I ridiculous. And why? I, I, I think it's a good hot take. It's a reasonable hot take. Gianni said it last I mean, week. He said this hot you, you give Tolu and TK one inch and they try to take listen, three inches. Listen. What? Listen. First of all, he sounded, first of all, he sounded high. Once again, what? you can send in your fan hot takes to us. Uh, to our DM us on our Twitter and Instagram at WHS underscore podcast and WHS underscore podcast. So, star so hot takes from the crew this week. TK, judging on your reaction, uh, we'll start with you this week. All right. So, considering the fact that the Carolina Panthers have just signed Sam Darnold, it is written in stone. It is set in stone. It is 100% happening. Trey, I don't give a damn what you say. Tolu, I don't care what you say. Gianni, I don't care what you say. PC, I don't care what you say. CC, I don't care what you say. The Denver Broncos are 100% drafting Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Whichever quarterback is left, the Broncos are taking them with that ninth pick. Not only are we going to take them with that ninth pick, we are going to groom him for a year. We are going to run it back with Drew Locke. We are going to build his trade value up, and we are going to trade him for a third-round pick that we will use for one of the I don't know which I don't I don't I don't know which running back is going to be that running back that comes out of the draft in the late round next year. But we are going to steal a running back, and we will have gotten our quarterback this year. And the Broncos will be relevant, and we will give the Chiefs a run for their money, and we will be back in the playoffs. And then we will win a Super Bowl within the next five years. That is the hot take for the week. PC, bruh. I think we need to read the list so we can remind this man where he comes from and his roots and what to expect when the Broncos are on the draft board. Read yes. the list. Yes, read the it's list. time to read the list. Read PC. Oh, wow. Hey, read yo, wait, PC, PC, before you read the list, I just got a, a message from Bleacher Report. The Broncos were actually really in on Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> like we tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. Well, I'm glad we didn't get him because all that means is that we are getting Justin Fields. Okay, okay. Read the list. Read the list. Read it. 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 Read it
talking about <laughs> the Trevor Simeons, mm. the Paxton Lynches, the mm. Pat Osweilers, mm. the Keenums, mm. oh. ah. Joe Flacco's, yeah. Super Bowl Brandon, MVP Joe Flacco, the Brandon oh Allen, who? Ah. Jeff Driscoll's. Who? I don't know who that is. Rippians. Rippian <laughs> contracts. And the Drew Locks of Drew Cannon Lock. Drew Cannon Lock. He gonna win us 10 games. He's gonna win. No, no, no. You done? Are you done? Are you done? He said you're done. Are you done? <laughs> Did you get it all out? How do you feel? Yeah, How do you feel hearing us read that list? It must hurt. It must break your little heart the million pieces. <laughs> Knowing those are the cards that y'all have been dealt. Oh teams really, really teams really don't have a starting caliber quarterback. Oh yeah, and um what's his face? Case Keenum, your when he was on the Broncos, was on the most over overpaid QBs list in history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, 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 this. <laughs> well, that was fun. We'll move on the hot takes. So, Cece, you're out take of the week. Listen, listen, listen. We're not falling to a seventh, eighth seed playing game. Don't ever, ever, ever have somebody send a take like that again. The lowest seed yeah. we will fall to is the fifth or sixth seed. The, the only right the now, you okay, know, last week, what you said that right now, we're the fifth seed right now, yeah. exactly. Like, I, I think it's a, I think it's a reasonable hustle. I, I don't care what seed the Lakers in. If LeBron right. James and Anthony Davis are healthy, no one's beating that team. They could be the eighth okay. seed, the seventh seed. I don't care. And Dallas, like, just accept right the fact y'all are slipping far. down the standings. He still the, said y'all going to make a finals run. But go ahead. Dallas G. is two point and a half games, two point five and a half games, um, back of of the Lakers right now. They're if hot guys, right now. Dallas. If, I'll put it to you this way, TK. If you guys think that you're the best team when you're healthy, then it shouldn't matter what seed y'all are, right? I'm really not worried. Sure. I'm not. I'm not worried what seed they're in. I just want them to hold on to make the playoffs. And I don't care if LeBron and Andy, I just need AD and LeBron to be healthy. They can take as long as they want. No, I think Drummond things isn't gonna work out. Like, that's my hot take of the week. Uh, that's a logical take. I think that's a logical. You gotta take. send those. You gotta send those videos. <laughs> I literally oh, turned brother. on first game with Drummond as a Laker in the first play I see is him getting blocked. Yes. Okay, the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers will meet in the World Series this year. <laughs> oh, your two New favorite York, teams. Right. You know how you name his two favorite teams, right, TK? Yeah. Team. Yeah, his two favorite teams. I feel like he's going to who, who are the Yankees going to beat to get there? Your Orioles? No, they're going to beat. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, I hate this. I hate this dude, Trayvon. I am not oh, an Orioles man. I am. I don't even know anyone on the Orioles, anyway. Uh, the, the the New York Yankees and the Dodgers are going to clash for the World Series, the Battle of New York and L.A., and I think that L.A. is going to win. And Can you win in five games in baseball? I'm such a casual. Gianni, bro, do you believe a single word coming out of this man's mouth? I've seen your face. Does, 
the the series I think will go to seven, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's yeah, two it'll be a historic good franchise. And I feel like it's the two best teams. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the two. Yeah, so it'll yeah. go seven. That's my hot take. All right. Uh Gianni. We'll go to you. Um now that Darnold got traded to the Panthers, and I'm looking at the Panthers, um, I think they're going to make the playoffs next season, the Panthers. Mm. They're going to be a fifth seed or a sixth seed in the NC. I could totally see it, Matt Rule. He's got that team. Yeah, I mean, and they have the pieces, too. Yeah. They yeah, I was about to say, we all. already yeah. said that man. So let me get this um, straight. Darnold isn't that bad. So let me get this straight. Hold, hold on, hold on, because I got a problem. Before we end the show, oh, brother. So let me get this straight. Sam Donner goes to the Panthers, and Gianni oh, says wait, that they're going hold, to the playoffs. C- 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 but wait, 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 wait. No, no. I was but y'all say, have jokingly, y'all have jokingly said over and over and over and over, if he goes to the Broncos, they will stink and this and that and slander. Bro, you do realize the Broncos have a better team than the than the Panthers, right? That's so that's not what hell? we were saying. We was just saying because we know you weren't going to like it, and we love seeing you not happy at all. We like you not happy. <laughs> okay, Nobody ever said okay, Sam Darnold was a bad quarterback. Yeah, I, I yeah. never said that. Right? Him going to the Broncos was never about him being good or bad. It was about you not getting what you want. And you're <laughs> exactly okay, you're going to be mad as hell want. when we get Justin Fields. You're going to be mad as hell. No, I'm not bro. gonna be mad because no, when y'all, gonna, no. I'm gonna be mad when y'all get Mac Jones and waste his career. Cause Mac Jones, oh my God, don't get me started on Mac oh, Jones. No, 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 Seventy-seven percent completion, four thousand five hundred yards, forty-one touchdowns, four touchdowns. Mac Jones owns baby, and even somebody kick him, baby. He's going to go crazy. Well. I know y'all are had enough of me talking about Mac Jones, so that's not going to be the hot take for this week. I've already talked about him previously. I'm going to spare y'all. Down horrendous. Down horrendous. Tolu, your hot take of the week. The Boston Red Sox are going to go 159 and 3. We aren't losing any more games. MVP JD Martinez, baby. The gang is back. Alex Cora is going to have this team right. And those first three games that y'all saw was a fluke. The Red Sox are back. We're going to go to the World Series. We're going to beat the Dodgers. And we're going to make Mookie Betts wish that he stayed in Boston, even though they didn't want to pay him. He's going to regret leaving us. Mook will suffer. What's his name? Will suffer. Tobu will suffer. You guys might win. Everybody will win. No, Everybody no. will weep. This man yeah, said I'm going to win 58 and 3. Red Sox fans, <laughs> Boston, the whole state of Massachusetts. I know you feel me. I know it's been a while since we've been good. It's been three years. But I'm Yuck. telling you, it's going to, it's going to, it's up, it's only up from here. I cannot oh, express bro. that any more than I have. Red oh, Sox, baby, 159 and 3, baby. Best record in baseball history. Book it. Oh, my. Favorite. Oh, okay. This okay. episode. I don't got and nothing. And then you woke up. And then you woke up. I've been awake. Oh, brother. You, you, you good now? Got that all. <laughs> he said you done. Glad you got uh, just a uh, All right, PC. 
Oh, oh, very funny. <laughs> but, so, my odds take of the week. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the with the WWE hot take. Um, so WrestleMania is this weekend. It's a two night event, Saturday and Sunday. Um, so my hot take doesn't um actually pertain to WrestleMania. It pertains to the night after WrestleMania, which is gonna be Monday Night Raw. So my hot take of the week is that Brock Lesnar will return to Monday Night Raw this next Monday, the Monday after WrestleMania. And he will challenge the eventual winner, Drew McIntyre, for the WWE Championship. Book it. Damn. You think think McIntyre is beating Lashley? Yes, unfortunately. Because... I don't know. The almighty is looking real good, even though the Hurt Business is having internal problems. Rocky. It's kind of dumb how they're trying to split up that group. Maybe, maybe they could pull off as like Lashley loses and he needs the hurt business now to succeed. I mean, maybe he'll realize that. Who knows? Or maybe, just maybe, what they hear me out. What they add Keith Lee. Ooh, Keith Lee. That would be interesting. Brock, Brock Lesnar is never Brock. I've never seen Brock, like he's never at work, bro. He shows up like every once in a while. He only comes up when it's time for the big events. So exactly. PC is saying that's this, makes, this makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I could see it. It makes soul sense. He's half the time he's out in Minnesota shooting deer with his freaking pectoral muscles or something, bro. He doesn't use guns. He uses his pecs. Uh, doesn't that man Brock? I mean, not Brock. Doesn't Paul Heyman represent Roman Reigns now or something? Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. So I wonder yeah, how they would play out. But they'll figure it out. I'm just, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's it for the show this week, y'all. I mean, I mean episode sixteen in the books. Um, I, I really did uh, appreciate all of you who. who um, decided to come on to the show tonight, um, and looking at the score of the national championship game, uh, it looks like TK will be right in his prediction as of recording because Baylor is currently up. I'm watching it right now. Baylor and got these guys in a prison. Yeah, they yeah, got man. These it's guys like every time prison. Baylor. It's like every time <laughs> Gonzaga kind of comes back. Like, the yeah. most they came back within is, like, 10. And they just can't come back, bro. Give them an arm's length. I mean, Baylor's defense is just too OP. Their defense is OP. I told y'all, man. Defense wins <laughs> championships, bro. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. You're still TK Kellen in there. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to. Max Kellerman gets I'll let it dub. slide this uh, week. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> even Max Kellerman gets a dub every now and then. Um, Jalen Suggs, future Laker. Anyway. I I I've been I've been stressed and tired from the moment that I've gotten up today. Um, totally meet yourself because there's like background noise, weird background noise. Um, like I said, it's been it's been a long day, uh, with a lot of twists and turns. Um, but yeah, like I I mentioned before, I love doing this and. All I want to do is make this podcast perfect, make it 
enjoyable not only for all the cast members all the people that help out with the production of this but uh all the people who decide to listen to us and hear us rant about our favorite sports teams and the current sports topics of the of the week and um you know i i hope that we're we're building something good here i don't know what the peak of this podcast can be but i do know that this podcast can be great it could be excellent it could be amazing um if we could just continue on the track that we're on um just stay committed not only to our craft here but um staying committed to the grind of this and um making sure our names put out there because I, I proclaimed it at the beginning of the year and damn it i'm, I'm gonna stick by it it's the year of whs and we're gonna keep trying to bring in the most important guests that we can and push out the best content that we can um and we just hope that you join us on this journey, man. Um, I I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. This this is something that you know was created um, from us and TK, and um, it means a lot to me. You know, I, I I work hard on editing. You know, he works hard on the questions coming up with the outline, um, and all the cast members here. Will bust their butts to to make this sound like a enjoyable, uh, you know, listenable. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> listenable podcast. So um, just a thank you. So I'm trying to say it's all the people that that listen to us week in and week out. Thank you for for supporting us. Um, and just keep saying committed to us, man. Here I see us rise. It'll be our day. We up. Big trust. That's all I got this week. Um, make sure to follow our Twitter. I'm losing my voice at WHS underscore podcast. Um, our Instagram as well at WHS underscore podcast. Uh, that's without the S at the end. Uh, for myself, PC, um, TK, my fellow co-hosts, Tolu, Trey, Gianni, CC. Thank you all for coming on this week. And everyone, stay safe. I'm out. Man, can I serve God in the military? There it is. Uh... <laughs>